0: Welcome to the Soulfully Awakened Podcast. I am your host, Nicole, and thank you so much for joining me today. How is everybody out there doing? Thank you so much for tuning in. I, Even though I can't see you guys, I can feel the energy and I love it. I love this big, beautiful energy of connection and community that we have going here. So I just want you to know that I so appreciate You guys tuning in and listening, it really really means a lot and I just want you to know that it matters, you matter. So today I wanted to just kind of talk about, just jam on some thoughts that I've been having Um, and just so you're aware, like a lot of these podcasts that you guys get, I've recorded like weeks or months in advance just because the way my intuitive process works is when I get a hit or I get insight I stop what I'm doing if I can and I start recording and I just I just allow that podcast episode library just to build 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 and then I release some when I feel ready and so that's just kind of how I work so maybe I'll do a podcast talk about that because I do get a lot of questions around my intuitive creative process and I'll share a little bit about it with you guys on another episode, but today's episode is coming to you um, on some thoughts that I had while being on fall break with my kids. So when my kids are on breaks, I really scale back the amount of clients that I see during that break and i scale back on the amount of time i spend on social media because if you are an entrepreneur, a solopreneur or a creative you know that social media platforms serve as a form of energy for us to connect to get out our expression and just to share with others and so that's the way that i like to use social media but when my kids are home i really scale back on that and also, while they're home, a lot of my alignment practices really take a massive shift. And so what do I mean by alignment? So. Alignment practices are things that I do and others do to help us recalibrate and find our center into an energetic harmony that feels really good to us. So the way that I do that, and it shifts, you know, day to day, week to week, month to month, because I'm super just fluid and flowy with how I move through life. I'm not good about um, being on a rigid, um, like a rigid program. It just doesn't do well for me. It feels suffocating. So. Just to kind of give you a little brief thing. So, like when I do my alignment practices. So after I drop my kids off from school, I just kind of tap into like what I want to do. So, you know, if I have a client that I'm seeing, you know, later on in the um, late morning, um, I will do a meditation, and I'm very um, easy about how long I meditate for, what kind I want to do. I always check in with myself, you guys. I'm super intuitive of my processes, so. I do like maybe a meditation and then maybe I want to do some Akashic channeling, pull some cards for myself. Maybe I do some quick breath work. Maybe I do some eye soul gazing and then maybe I'm like, okay, like what do I want to do? Like I have some energy that needs to be moved. Like I have too much energy or I'm like low on energy. Like what do you want to do, Nicole? And I listen and I do some type of somatic body expression. And I move that energy. I give that energy an expression. But when my kids are home on break, a lot of that honestly kind of goes out the window because I want to be very present for them. And so this week, a lot of that went out the window. And yeah, I could have made time, got up earlier, did all these things. But at the same time, I wanted to sleep in and rest and allow my body what it was that she needed to, to get up and to move through the day with complete presence. So the first couple days, um, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm not oh, like, I remember on Monday, I was like, oh my gosh, I did not meditate today. Oh my gosh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Come Tuesday, I was thinking the same exact thing, but then I had this kind of like outer body experience where I kind of stepped out of that chaotic energy of like, I didn't do this and wow wow whininess. And I was like, whoa, hold it. You have acquired all of these tools, meditation, breath work, channeling, grounding, listening to your body, playing with your chakras, all that stuff, not to sit behind closed doors and be isolated and do these things and quote unquote, make yourself more spiritual. You have acquired these tools for ways to understand yourself and to navigate and play with the energies of the world. And I was like, ah, okay. So I was like, okay, like I'm doing it because I'm out and about in the world and flowing through my day and actually embodying the practices that I do for myself, that I teach to others and that I so heavily speak about. And I feel like that is a huge missing component. It's not about doing the doing, the doing, the doing, the doing. It's really about doing and understanding and living and breathing it, integrating and embodying it. Because here's the thing. You can meditate behind closed doors. You can do all the breath work can do all the journal sessions. You can do all of the channeling. But none of that means shit when you're in the real world and you lose your fucking mind every time you're in a grocery store, every time something doesn't go your way, like as as you're waiting for like your coffee order to be brought to you or you're sitting in traffic. What are those tools even fucking teaching you when you're out in the real world and you're interacting with people and energy and situational things, environmental things, and you lose your shit every single time and you are not finding your way back to yourself, because that is what those things help you do. They help you be present with yourself. Breath work helps bring you back into your body, into your sacred breath. Meditation brings you back into your body, back into the present moment. All of these things, what are they helping you to do? They're helping you to tap back into that sacred knowledge from within, to invite you within, to let you know that your sacred space is always within, So if you are doing all these things behind closed doors and you're doing them so perfectly and they're so curated, but every time that you leave your house or you leave your sacred altar or your bedroom or whatever, and you lose your shit every time you're around people or in places with people or situations, then what good are those tools? Okay. It is about taking those things, taking those things, integrating it, embodying it and making it a living, breathing, moving practice. That is what those things are for. It's not to make you the best fucking meditator, the best breathwork facilitator in the world, the the most enlightened tarot card puller, the most this, the most that. It's not about any of that. It's about How are these things infusing into your life and how are you actually living them, breathing with them as you are out and about in the world? So that's what this week really taught me. And I was like, oh, it's not about the things. It's about how am I applying what I have learned, what I love about those things as I move through life. Because I had this really big, big outer body experience epiphany when I was with my kids at this humongous, like interactive, fun play zone trampoline park. It's called Urban Air. So if you're familiar with the area, you live in Noblesville, check it out. It's so much fun. I had a blast and um, we were there playing. And that's another thing too, I want to say. It's like when your kids go to these things. And I was observing other parents just on their phones, sitting down at tables, nose down, looking at their phone the whole time. And I knew when I went there, I was going to actually play and jump and do everything there because one, I wanted to play. My inner child wanted to play because I'm like, who fucking cares? Like, what's too old? What's too young? What is age? Like, you know, like you can play it at any age. Like I'm 37 years old and I'm having a fucking blast. doesn't matter if you're 27, 37 or 57, like fucking do it. And your kids want you to play and interact with them. And I was telling my sister that and, you know, and it's funny because later on in the day, like my daughter didn't hear me having this conversation, but we were just talking about how much fun we had. And she said, you know what? I noticed so many parents sitting down with their noses and their phones and don't they realize like their kids just want them to play with them? Like, that's what we want. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And so that just affirmed to me, like to be in that very inner child playful energy. So that was my little side note story about that. Um, But back to my original thought about this. So we were there playing and, you know, so like imagine being in this huge warehouse where there's, you know, music going, there's different lights and sounds and different, all these different things going on. Well, I am a highly sensitive empath and I want you guys to know every single person out there is a fucking empath. Okay. Probably do have to do a podcast about that because I, I truly do dislike when people like slap on the empath badge as like, I'm so this, I'm so different. Cause I see that a lot in the spiritual community. And the the fact is we are all empaths. Every single person is an empath. We are just at different receptivity levels. Does not mean that you can't expand your capacity as being an empath. Okay, you can, and there are two different types that I deal with. And I see disempowered and empowered empaths I'm going on on a whole tangent here. We'll have to do a podcast about that as well. But so, like I said, highly sensitive empath. Okay. If you know anything about human design, I have an open solar plexus. So I am super empathic, super intuitive. I feel all the emotions of everybody around me, feel my own. It's all amplifying through my body. So as you can imagine, you're like, holy shit, sensory overload. But in that moment, I had a little outer body experience where I was like, huh, this is interesting. I am super, you know, extra sensory, super empathic, very intuitive. I feel a lot. I feel a lot. I feel a lot. But in this moment, I am feeling so grounded and so fucking present. Like I don't feel overwhelmed. Mm. And then I thought, "Mm, there's something wrong with me something wrong with me? Cause I hear people talk all the time about being an empath and that, you know, this is stressing them out and this noise is too much and this is too much. But then I was like, I started to kind of tune in and I heard it's because you're so fully present. You're so fully and present with your intention. What was your intention, Nicole? And I'm like, my intention was to be fully present and have fun. And that's exactly what I was doing. So anything outside of me was not fucking up my flow. I was so in it, you guys. And so I I just had so much fun being present with my kids and actually applying everything that I have been doing and studying deeply for the past 10 years, the things that I teach other people, the things that I talk about, I was in it. And it was kind of like you take the training wheels off of something. And it was like, okay, like, you know what? You do a lot of this behind closed doors, Nicole. We are just going to kind of shake up your world a little bit and we're taking the training wheels off, which meant not as much time to do my alignment practices and all of the things that I normally do when my kids are at school, but to kind of say, you've been doing it now go out there and live it. And that is exactly what I did. And as I was doing that, I started to have all these downloads coming to me about how our life is so sacred and life. And every moment we show up to is ceremonial. And when we show up to every single moment and aspect of our day and we worship it and we are like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. This is so sacred. Your life becomes a moving, breathing ceremony. And I talk about this on one of my um, Instagram posts about how, yeah, you know, all the tools we learn, meditation, breath work, those are all beautiful but those don't mean anything if when you are moving about through the world and interacting with the energies you 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 lose your shit every time. Like what the fuck are those tools doing then? They're not doing anything. It becomes all air. It's all air. It's all air, which means what does that mean? What you're like, what do you mean, Nicole? It's all air. It means it's like all floating around up here in the, like the upper realms, the upper chakras up in your head, but you're not grounding it down into the body, pulling it fully into the body and sinking it in and integrating it into the lower chakras. These are the chakras that I see people neglect all the time, because yeah, it's really cool to hear about the, the intuitive stuff, the Christ consciousness, the, the galactic connections, but we really need to focus on integrating it into the lower chakras. Another separate podcast topic, right? Um, But I was thinking about that and I was like, everything in life is a ceremony. My life is a ceremony. My life is sacred. If I show up to everything just full of intentionality and loving and worshiping every single aspect, then your life is a beautiful, moving, living breathing flowing ceremony. Yes, rituals are great. Sacred circles are great. Retreats are great. But why do we only think of ceremony as setting up for something in that moment? Why can't our life be a ceremony? Your life can be a ceremony. Everything you could do can be a ceremony. From the way that you you take a shower to the music you put on while you're doing it, to the way you put lotion on your body, um, put on, uh, essential oils, the way that you decide to dress your body that way to adorn your body with jewelry, with crystals, you, the way that you light incense throughout your house, the way that you drink your coffee in the morning or in the afternoon or drink a cup of cacao, everything in your life can be ceremony. Everything in your life can be full of worship. Everything in your life is sacred. It's all about the intention behind what it is that you're doing, why you're doing it, because that energy is driven through intention. So I've really been thinking about that because I feel like my whole entire week with my kids has been ceremony. And it's really shifted my perspective around everything to do with, um, spirituality and rituals and setting intentions and and things like that. Like, I think those things are beautiful practices if that calls to you. But I think a lot of people have this idea or misconception that those are the only times where it truly means anything to the universe. And that's simply not true. It's simply not true. I truly believe that our guides, that the universe, God, angels, love, whatever you want to call the energy, want us to make our life ceremony, to make our life intentional, to make every single aspect of our life sacred. And that comes with us knowing, knowing that we have the capacity, we have the power to create that through the way that we move through our day, through the way we move through our life. We are the creatrix. We are the creator. We are the web weaver. And when we know that, we know that every single thing that we are doing is fucking magical. It's alchemy. It is sacred. Everything is sacred, you guys. And so throughout the whole entire week, I've just really been deeply feeling into that And just kind of sitting with that. And as I've been doing that and just honoring that, I can't even tell you the crazy, vivid dreams that I've been having. These crazy downloads that I've been having. Because I think it's because I've taken so much pressure off of myself to think of meditation as I have to be doing it this way and realizing that. I can be meditating while I'm out and about with, you know, just myself or surrounded by thousands of people. It's the intention behind it. I want to flow through this life full of intention and I want to move, breathe and flow with life and that sacred energy, that sacred energy is all around us. You don't only tap into it in moments of seclusion or in sacred circles or in retreat spaces or in ceremonial setup spaces. It's, it's there. It's there all the time. So I want you to think about the way that you're moving through your life. Is it full of intentionality? Is it full of appreciation and gratitude? Is it in a divine knowingness that you no. And you feel deep into your bones. I am sacred. My life is sacred. My life is poetry and motion. So that's the way that I'm feeling. That's the, that's the vibe that I'm writing pretty hard. Now this does not mean that I'm not going to take moments and, and do morning alignment practices and do meditation because I love it. But this means that whenever my kids are on break, Or I'm out of town for the weekend, or maybe I just have been doing other things. I've been out playing, exploring, and I didn't get to that like actual one hour seclusion to myself to do all these things. It doesn't mean that I failed. I fell short. I didn't do it. Now I'm less spiritual. I'm less that. No, it means that I was listening to the call up and I was actually applying and playing with the energy with all of the beautiful energetics and tools of everything that I have acquired over the past 10 years. And I think that's a really beautiful realization is to know this and recognize this because I'm sure many of you listening who are like myself, we can get hard on ourselves when we're like, oh shit, like I didn't meditate today. Oh shit. I didn't journal. Oh, I didn't do this. Oh, I didn't do that. It's like, no, if you can shift your perspective and Pull out and widen your lens of perception for a minute. Can you see just how you can be and move and do everything in life with that same intentionality of being present like you're trying, you know, you're being present with your breath, being present in meditation. Can you do that as you are out and about in the world? Just the way you do behind closed doors, but just in a different capacity just in a different capacity, just a different way. It doesn't always have to look the same way all the time. So I just wanted to tell you guys that message today because it felt so, um, it felt so big. It felt so beautiful and so expansive. This is what I've really been moving, moving through and sitting with and really leaning into and actually really living for the past week. And This was one of the things when I was doing um, a channeling, this is something that my guides and my Akashic masters really wanted me to touch upon, that life is sacred. You worshiping every single moment of your day, of your life, is you living in ceremony. So I wanted to touch upon that because I felt like, oh my God, Like that was such a, those words, you're like, are just so simple, but it's so deeply meaningful and it's created this shift within me and a shift in my life and the way that I look at things now, the way that I show up now. And I I just, I just love this. I just love how the, that thing, like how my kids being around, it's kind of like putting like my schedule in a different flow, a different way. It could send me into a spiral of thinking like, oh my God, it's messing everything up. I'm this, I'm that. Oh my gosh. Or it could cause me to do exactly what I was doing. It was shifting, pivoting, looking at things from a different angle and learning, actually learning through this process and and learning a deeper meaning of the tools and the tips and the practices that I do and I teach to others. So I don't know, maybe this resonated with you. Maybe this brought up some like um, questions for you and made you look at things a different way. But I'm all about teaching um, spirituality and this expanded, multi-dimensional, multifaceted way of being and thinking in a, yes, a very cosmic, magical witchy way, but also with a very grounded approach very grounded, anchored in approach. So I hope that's the way that it conveyed to you guys and it reached you guys because as I'm speaking about it, I feel super like grounded. Um, I almost feel like my voice has kind of changed a little bit too, the energetics of it, just very grounded. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And if you are a first-time listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. And if you are a seasoned listener, thank you again for joining me. And as always, if you are listening on iTunes, please go to the podcast where you can rate stars and not only give us ratings based on the stars, but please leave us a comment. I truly love that. And that really helps the podcast to be advertised on other podcasts for it to be um, shown to people in the feed. So when they're looking for a podcast of this sort of magnitude, thank you. And please continue to share um the podcast on your Instagram stories. Tell your friends about it. Tell your neighbors about it. Tell everyone about it. If you love it, please share. I really, really appreciate that. And anytime that you give me a comment on my podcast and I see it there, I always feature it on my stories. Cause I want people to be, you know, have their thing up there and be like, hey, I see it. I notice it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So if you could do that, that would be awesome and wonderful. And I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you. And I love you. So until next time.